to a podcast here of uh, wedding filmmaking. As of right now, I don't even know what the name is going to be, but you're going to see it before even me recording this. It's, um, I just, I just haven't thought of the name. So, my name's Kevin. I've been filming uh, weddings for about five years, maybe, four. I think my fifth year is coming up here in a couple months, the beginning of my fifth year. Um, yeah, so, so I'm just gonna, this uh, podcast is gonna be more about, um, different things, side stuff, really, not, nothing, I mean, they, there's other podcasts that are awesome about education, mine's not gonna be about that, <laughs> mine's gonna be, uh, by the people, for the people kind of a thing, <laughs> it's just gonna be me talking trash about whatever the heck I, I want to talk about about wedding videography um so maybe you could learn a thing or two that's cool but that's not my intent at all i'm just doing this for the fun of it because i have no life and i'm bored and uh, that's you know if that was the, if i wanted to be honest uh, that's probably it yeah no but this might be fun you know just to interact and heck maybe i'll even learn from you guys more so but Maybe there's something in the past four years that I've learned I could pass on. But I, I don't care. I just don't care about that. Um, maybe consider this more of entertainment for um, your drive uh, to the beach or wherever. Um, yeah, or working out or wherever you're doing. So uh, I'll tell you a quick story. I don't want to keep it too long and boring. But I filmed my girlfriend's sister's wedding on accident. So this was in July 14th, 2014. I remember the day only because it was printed on a water bottle, uh, like canteen kind of thing that they made for the guests. And I bought a Canon EOS M version one camera. <laughs> I was just starting to get into photography and I wanted to use it for like maybe vlog, uh, not vlogging, but just talking head stuff for YouTube. Um, I was planning on starting a philosophy YouTube channel, which I actually have, um, and it's going great. But that was kind of my intent of that first camera was to learn photography, do have video for my philosophy YouTube channel, and plus filmmaking. Because my buddy Tyrone got me into DSLRs, um, like just months before my first wedding, um, I knew nothing about wedding filmmaking at all, like zero. Um, so my buddy Tyrone got me into uh, filmmaking, started getting me excited about filmmaking. So I thought I would do some of that, but to be honest, I didn't do any. <laughs> I've done, I've done baby stuff, and I mean nothing. I'd even, you know. Anyway, yeah, so that was it. What happened was I went to my girlfriend's sister's wedding just to actually take pictures. Because if you know that camera, it's just, it's a kind of cool video camera. But photography, it's like rough. But um, 
I just went to take pictures though. I just brought it because it's small and whatever. And anyway, I it wasn't even until literally the day I was there that uh, I the uh, they the couple, you know, my girlfriend's sister and her fiance asked me to film it. They were like, "Hey, can you just video it?" <laughs> and at the time, I literally had never watched a wedding film ever, and I knew kind of filmmaking stuff, you know, I knew how to, like, shoot stuff, kind of, and, um, you know, because I was trying to do my vlogging and starting, not vlogging, gotta hate that word, <laughs> um, just do my philosophy YouTube channel, I saw this, I knew video, I was getting, you know, video learning, I mean, I knew video, kind of, I worked at a TV station for six, seven years, but that, you don't really learn aspects it's more about just learning how to uh shoot but you're not really dinking with the dials or anything you're just shooting and i was their full-time editor so i knew about editing so that was good i got to shoot knowing how to knowing that you know how the edit might be anyway whatever i filmed my friend's wedding my girlfriend's sister's wedding just shooting stuff here and there and just <laughs> like handheld no no gear no equipment at all came home um then I started looking up wedding films and or like kind of you know wedding videos and I found these cool films and I'm like shit this is cool Let's, I'll make them like a doc edit and then I'll make them a highlight video which I still have and and it's brutal um, I'll uh, show it, maybe show it to you if I uh, once I get an email set up with whatever the name of this show is gonna be <laughs> I could maybe email you you know if you really wanna feel like you're better than me. You think you're better than me? What movie is that from? I don't know. <laughs> anyway. Wait, you think you're better? Oh, no, that's Seinfeld. All right. Anyway, sorry. Uh, so that was it. That was the beginning of the wedding film world. And I've been doing it ever since for 40 years now, I think four. And so, you know, I'm not the kind of guy that, like some of these other podcasts where it's their full-time job. They've been doing it 12 years they make a hundred thousand a year they're gonna you know teach you a whole bunch of crap and sh and like impress you with this and that you know i'm not even gonna bother with that because i'll be honest i'm not that uh motivated <laughs> i just want to kind of chat on a, a podcast and if you got you know have you guys maybe if you want to ask me questions or just talk cool have it be more of a, you know, just interaction thing rather than I am cool leader of this thing and I'm going to teach you. Anyway, so, sorry, talking too long. That's um, pretty much it. Pretty much it, I guess. Each year gets better and I love doing it still. It's my fifth year. I love doing it and it's great. I've learned what to do, what not to do, and hopefully I can do some episodes where I teach you specifically, you know, things not to do, and <laughs> especially, but uh, maybe some things what to do, too. Uh, yeah, so, but the, for this episode, so I'm not full-time wedding films. I have another job, so that's kind of my thing. I'm not 100% full-time um, I'm like, 
Well, I don't know. Income-wise, I guess it's like 75% wedding films, 25% my other job. But in the winter times, I can fluctuate my other job and make more money. So it's kind of more 60-40. Anyway, I say that for some reason that I forgot. So how do you like that? This episode, though, I just was... Oh, yeah, I was driving... I was um, doing that job, and I was thinking of what my first episode would be. So I'll just do it right here. I thought I'd do the top five things I hate and the top five... Or not five, just whatever. I don't know. <laughs> top uh, whatever, however many things I hate, and then top however many things I love about wedding filmmaking. So here we go. Uh, we'll go with... Um, you know what? I'm kind of pessimist. So let's do, let's end the show on a nice dark um, moment where it's all about me hating. So <laughs> let's get all, let's get all this positivity out of the way. What do you say? <laughs> all right. So the top, um, what do we got? I got like six things here. All right. So top six things that I love about filmmaking. And uh, no order. I just wrote them down. I'm not making this nothing special here. Um, so just the first one I wrote down was you never need to, uh, control the day. You're doing your own thing. So people might argue that, of course, there's a lot of things you need to know, a lot of things you need to prepare for, things you need to even guide the couple on educationally or even on the day, such as portrait sessions or, um, maybe some prep aspects or a first look you know you kind of want to guide them but other than some simple things where you're like hey yeah go uh, you know just uh stand here for me god oh, thanks a lot it's actually way more of a photographer leading based industry which i bet a lot of people don't really realize and i'll get into another part of like uh you know kind of why that something I hate <laughs> I am being kind of left on the side but the things that I love about that is the fact that you know you really have independence and freedom to kind of just do your own thing and, and you don't really have to be the leader or a control freak because I'm not like that I never have been and I'm really passive and kind of chilled out and man i feel awkward like if i had to do like you know family portrait stuff like the photographers do where they're like grandma get over here grandma get over here you know i can't like oh that's just <laughs> so i kind of like you know this so this felt felt really natural for me because a lot of the little wedding films are about um getting shots and being more sneaky and um fly on the wall kind of thing so i love that it's really awesome that you're not really having to be aggressively controlling i mean you have to do your job and get shit done and like kick ass at it and but it's all day you don't really ever feel like you're you know being kind of like the um planner or coordinator is you know they're kind of demanding and you know ugh, i would hate that so anyway i love that aspect of it um some people might not like that as much and they might want more control but 
for my personality, this wedding filmmaking was felt really great because I never had to care about too much of um, guiding, being being annoying, pretty much. <laughs> anyway, uh, second thing I like about it and is uh, edit. Edit, not editing, not the editing. In fact, some of the editing is some of the bad on the sh- shit list. <laughs> but when you're editing and you getting to a spot where you're like, it's starting to come together, or even by no will of your own, it's just like the puzzle pieces have aligned together almost by you not doing anything you're just clicking around and it ends up and you're oh yeah i got this shot and oh that shot and this this is here and there and you know you're sort of not even controlling any of that you don't you don't even really have a choice in a way while you're editing it's this weird thing about um some of it is just you're just being guided by the activity rather than you guiding it so when it falls together though it's one of those things where you're like, oh man, this is starting to become like really awesome. And then you actually get emotional and you start crying maybe. <laughs> and that's when you know it's like an awesome wedding or an awesome edit. Things are coming together really good. And uh, I love that. And you're like, oh man, like even if it's a 10 or 15 second section of the film that you just know is it just can't get any better at that time. <laughs> It makes you so excited and proud that you're creating something that they love and that maybe you're even crying about it because you're just like, oh man, it's so good. It's going to, you know, like, you know, they're going to love that part and it's great. So I love that part too. Two or three, um, that, you know, you're giving them the most important thing of their life by far, even if they don't even know it yet. (laughs) Like, you know, I think other wedding videographers know that they are doing something so much more valuable than any other vendor out there, even the photographer, by far. And that's what's so frustrating. That's what's on my shit list is being kind of a lower quality vendor or the kind of vendor that's like last on the list to purchase, which is to me absurd. I just can't get over that. How It's so insane to me that that video is like one of the last picks or should I say that one of the first things that are cut by um, the the bride or the couple. They cut video first or they don't even think about video. Or if they do get video on their budget, it's the, you know, you're the last ones to be thought of. Um, so it's a good thing, though, that you knowing what you do is going to be preserved forever. And you're going to hear the voice of, you know, granddad or whatever, if he did the toast or something special uh, that in 50 years is still going to be around, you know, it'd be like right now I'd give kind of, you know, I'd give a lot to see my grandparents getting married and they're like 19 and young and (laughs) even the doc at it, the long version, you know, it's like, and that's something I want to talk about too in another episode is the value of the doc edits. A lot of wedding videographers trash talk the doc edits and they just think the grandparents watch it. But I call bullshit on that one. I think that in the long run is going to have more value than the highlight film. Even though I know, know we love 
getting our egos all, you know, in a bunch about the highlight films that we create. Um, I hate to say it, the doc edit films are going to stand the test of time more. Because it's all that's going to matter when it really, in 30 years. They're going to be like, oh cool, want to watch that four minute thing again? Yeah, I guess we could, but <laughs> do you want to watch, you know, like nephew Josh, like trip and fall on the flowers like he did and everybody laughs at him on the dock edit yeah that sounds funnier and funner <laughs> um or you know stuff like that anyway i'm going on a, on a rant but that could be something i'll talk about so anyway that's something that's great we know that we're doing something of value for sure anyway number four i'm sorry i'm taking so long but whatever this will be a long one i people or other guys that are you know, have shows and they, they care about the time. I don't care at all about the time. Because I know I do some things like, you know, drive to places or whatever. And I have six hours to kill. So I don't mind if someone has a three-hour podcast about this. I actually love it. I love it. I listen to them all. So, okay. Number four. my uh, Let's see what I wrote. By purchasing multiple cameras, which you normally kind of wouldn't do. Uh, allows you to have more event type gigs on the side so you know most videographers for weddings unfortunately <laughs> have to buy three of everything at least three camera bodies which is really annoying but i've had so many cool event type gigs conference gigs or sport gigs or um funerals or like whatever there's all kinds of like event style type things that require three cameras or or maybe even just two but it sort of makes me feel good in the sense of knowing the money i make from those are kind of paying for the extra money that i spend on these extra bodies or maybe these extra lenses or or you know because if you're a filmmaker or if you're a vlogger or whatever it is or even the youtube thing i do like it's it's always just one camera like most people only just have one camera if they do video of any kind even if it's just for fun and they do it um just to dink around and film their kids on vacations it's always it's always one camera but for weddings you have to have three cam i mean i've actually downgraded to two cameras and i'm going to give that a try this year i've tried to been uh, go real minimal with my stuff. Uh, I'll talk about gear in another episode, but three cameras is what most people kind of have. You know, two tripods, monopod. You have to have all this crap. <laughs> anyway, the bon- it's just a side bonus that you love. I love about wedding films, so it's not really about wedding films exactly, but the side bonus of those extra gigs is you have all the gear for these side gigs. So, whatever, I just wrote that down. I guess it's not one of the top things I love, but whatever. <laughs> um, free. Next one, number five, is freedom from the nine-to-five slavery. So, I had a, I've had nine-to-five jobs, like cubicle-style stuff, like Microsoft, like sitting in a cubicle office all day. Monday through Friday, nine-to-five was killing me. <laughs> um, you know, and having a boss, and you got to work with other people people which is in an office environment it is different than working with wedding couples or other vendors you don't no one's really your boss um it just feels amazing and even if you are working with other people you still know it's kind of like you know 
I don't care if I don't like you. Like in an office, and when you work together every day, all day, you you do sort of have to get along. You like, <laughs> you just have to. You're like, man, I gotta deal with Johnson every fucking day. So like, my life's only gonna suck more the more you know shit I give him. And it was it's brutal, but just the trappings of the nine to five was torture for me. I always had a personality that wanted more freedom than that, like physically, just more physical change, different, something different, a little bit, just more autonomy in general, whatever. So, I mean, that was it's a beautiful thing. I love that about wedding films. Yeah, you got to be there on the Saturday or whatever that the wedding is happening. You got to be there for prep and you're expected to be there. But other than that, I mean, you're not... You're not tied down, especially when it comes to editing. You just do it whenever the hell you feel like it. And it's great. And it's such a, I mean, it's just amazing how free I feel (laughs) since I started doing weddings four years ago. Up until 40 years ago, I did, I worked nine to five or or 40 hour week like type jobs. And there's someone, people you hate there. You might even hate your boss. You just hate in general just being stuck somewhere for eight hours and just like grinding away at the at the repetitive repetitiveness of it. Anyway, it's it's beautiful. And I'm sure other wedding videographers totally know what I'm saying. Yeah, so that's it. That's a good one. <laughs> and along the lines of that, number six I wrote is that you get to sleep in. <laughs> and I know that's like some people that doesn't matter. Some people are morning people or some people are just insane and they love to just wake up at 6 a.m. and just start a good day and start kicking ass at editing or whatever business work they need to do on the at their company, the wedding company, but not to, not for me. My goal in all this <laughs> is to sleep in. And I can't believe for 3 4 years I have not set my alarm clock, except for maybe if I have a wedding that's weirdly early. Other than that, I mean, I just have never set my alarm clock, and it feels amazing. And for me, that's important, too, because I have issues with sleeping. <laughs> Let's just say that. I'll just, I've got issues. <laughs> Don't we all? But no, I've got restless leg syndrome. i got insomnia. I have uh, epilepsy, so if I don't have sleep... I have seizures. That's my number one trigger for seizures is uh, lack of sleep. So sleeping in is is vital. Um, Very important. So not only is it just fun to sleep in, I I kind of have worked my whole life around. I will not do anything ever other than getting my, after getting my eight hours sleep. It's like priority number one. I've even told my wedding people like, uh, you know, I'll film your day, but if you want some 7 a.m. prep shooting, that's fine. I'm sending my second shooter out to do that. <laughs> and I'll meet you, I'm going to meet you for first look at noon. And they're fine with it. They don't care. Um, I mean, that's only happened a couple times anyway out of 100 weddings or whatever I've done. So, yeah, awesome. That's what, all the things I love. I'm sure this is dragging on a little bit long, but maybe this is, uh, maybe you guys are, you know, you're okay with that, (laughs) and I appreciate 
um, you appreciate at least just having anything to listen to. Because I know I, I do when I listen to other people's shows. I could. It's usually on a road trip or whatever. I, I love it. Okay, so I'll, let's get all negative here and um, talk about things I hate. <laughs> oh, I got top. Uh, what do I have? Seven. I just have seven things here that things that I hate about wedding videography. Yeah, let's start pitching already on episode one. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck it. I don't care. It feels feels good to vent, and that's what this show is gonna. I want this show to be more about too. Is just kind of like uh, what's the word? Just kind of camaraderie about the trappings of everyday filming of wedding video. Not like business, business, this is the business and business talk and, and uh, you get successful doing your business. Like I, I, I'll do some of that, but I'm not, uh, I'm too interested. So it'll be more about venting and just uh, chit-chatting. Okay, anyway, whatever, who cares? Whatever I do, I do. This is all for fun anyway. I don't care at all about money or sponsors or any of that shit. So, it's kind of a beautiful uh, difference. I am not motivated by that at all. So, sorry. Here we go. Alright, top five, or top seven things I hate. Ah, and you guys will probably identify with some of this. I'm sure you will. Or if you're new, whatever, you can have fun um, getting more scared of this, and it'll make you not even start. <laughs> no, I definitely suggest starting, even though I'm going to vent here for a few minutes. Uh, definitely do it if you want to jump in. But you people that have already shot, you definitely going to get with you know fall like uh, be with me on this. All right, uh, number one, awkward. What do I write? Awkwardness of shooting prep. I I don't think I've heard anybody talk about that on. Uh, other podcasts but the awkwardness of shooting prep to me is definitely one of the worst things i hate shooting prep i can't stand it and i it's it's a small sacrifice for the overall vibe of the day and the enjoyment i have filming because i i'll definitely say i think filming is my favorite part of wedding filming and unfortunately filming is you know five percent of the the whole business you know to be out there with the camera and you're sweaty and you're filming and you're like i love it i love that so much so that part i'm having fun i'm getting creative doing whatever but you get there at prep the bridesmaids are going ape shit the bride is all stressed out they meet you and that's great you have the awkwardness of meeting the photographer if you haven't met him. And it's like, and you have this whole like sizing each other up type shit. <laughs> and, and I'll get into that. But, uh, you know, most likely you don't know anybody there unless you've maybe, you know, been referred and, you know, one of the bridesmaids. But bridesmaids are freaking out. You're trying to get there. You're trying to like maybe shoot details of the dress or shoes or rings or whatever. Or if you're not, you're trying to get shots and you're trying to talk to the makeup artist about when they're going to be done. You might even have to kind of say, hey, can we go over to this window and, you know, film with uh, over here by with natural light and stuff or whatever. And they're just always stressed. You go to the groom's room and they're stressed out and they kind of like, 
I mean, sometimes they hang out and it's chill and it's cool, but if they're stressed out, it, the vibe's just like sucky for you because you're trying to be all really friendly and chatty <laughs> and you can tell they're not having it at that moment in time i hate to say it guys you, you're not their friend you, you, they don't care about you <laughs> and i'm only talking about these times where they're stressed and you have to really acknowledge that and be aware of your surroundings and and see the vibe that the groom might be in or the bride might be in and they might at that moment be insanely stressed out and i hate seeing photographers like not recognizing that and they just keep on like chit-chatting and shooting the shit only to kind of curb their own awkward feelings and it's like no don't do that cuz you're only making it worse for them like, just leave them alone, just shut up, maybe just film them. I know this isn't always, but I'm saying these are the one things that I, I have definitely hated um, about filming, uh, for sure. I, don't, I can't think, I mean, there's more things about it, I just can't think of it too much. But yeah, it's brutal. Prep prep is brutal. You're kind of nervous anyway, you're starting the day off, you, you haven't shot anything, you're not confident, like... A <laughs> I mean, I'm always not confident, so that's a problem. But, you know, towards the end of the day, like, if you know you've got, you've at least filmed everything, <laughs> you can at least be like, all right, phew, like, I at least got everything done. I don't know, the vibe's just different. Like, as the day goes, as the whole day goes by, it's just less and less weights on everyone's shoulders, and it's just, like, so much better as each day go, as the day goes by. Anyway, prep sucks. I hate it. And, um, that's one of the things I hate. Okay, sorry. Number two, editing burnout. Typical, typical. I I mean, I know this isn't kind of a unique one, but fuck it, I wrote it down. We all, people that have done it know that editing sucks, um, when you're, like, backed up. And it sucks when you hit that create. The worst part isn't backlog. As much as it's um, creative walls that you hit, sometimes I'll hit a wall and I'll hit it hard. <laughs> I mean, fucking face down in the dirt, I'm hitting that wall and it's brutal. Um, and I can't even, I can't even look at the screen, much less edit anything. It's insane. <laughs> I mean, I'll go into premiere and start editing and it's just like so funny when you're in that burnout slash creative wall i'll edit for nine seconds and then just be like okay what else is going on over here you know on youtube or whatever <laughs> it's just crazy or i'll find some excuse to go to the kitchen and be like oh man i'm in the mood for a banana it's banana time <laughs> Oh man, and it's just so funny how many excuses you're making just to stop. And those th those times it's rough. I mean, I just I don't even do it. I'm just like, okay, today's clearly written off. Let's write it off and uh, go do something. But anyway, yeah. So that burnout is is rough. It's but I guess it's more. Yeah, it's not burnout as much, so much as it is just that creative wall. You can hit once you hit that creative wall, it's just like you're done. You're toast for a couple of days. 
and you have to just accept that it that's it for a couple of days. Some people are better editors. I admit, full on. I there's dudes that are so motivated, or they have a whole system, kind of like a doc edit. They can just bust it through, and they don't even really almost need to be creative. Good for them. Good for you. Because I don't, and I just edit totally randomly. Um. Anyway, it causes creative walls so anyway ugh, god i hate this shit like like the talking uh my voice i hate this part but it's still gonna be fun just to have a podcast <laughs> okay number three the wedding hangover well why do i have that there oh i mean i was talking about like the day after not a major deal because it's all done and you it's over with but i hate it so I'm just referring to the day after the wedding and film film dudes understand what I'm talking about. Especially after you've maybe done like a 16 hour day and it's like torture the way you feel the next day. You really feel like you a train hit you and you were you got hammered the night before. And when I don't drink at all ever, but the day after a wedding, I just like feel like I ran a marathon and I got headaches and maybe because it's a lot of just brain power and thinking it's always about headaches for me my head's pounding the next day I hate that but you sort of feel good because you're like done and you know you kicked ass or whatever and anyway the number four for me and this is torture for me because I hate the heat and I don't hear people talk about it too much, but dude, that heat in the summer, because most weddings are in the summer, I don't do heat at all. I can't stand the heat. <laughs> I'm the opposite of most people. I hate the summer. I hate the sun. I hate the heat. I hate everything about summer. It's torture to me. I love winter. I love snow. I love the cold. I love putting hoodies on and in the clouds and gloom and doom <laughs> no but i just i don't know honestly i don't know why brides i feel like a lot of people do it kind of almost sometimes ignorantly maybe but they book i mean like late july early august is technically just the you know hottest time of the year and they're just, no problem, I'm booking, give me a late July wedding, I got a late July wedding, you know, will you film it? And it's, I just like, and it's and it's outdoors, and it's in a vineyard outside, <laughs> and our, our wedding is at 4pm, and it's sun straights down on your face, creating just shitty, harsh shadows, I mean, that's the last of their worries, I get that, but it's just the worst of everything and, and where I film where I live it's a lot of it is outdoors and it's like a hundred degrees and my cameras are overheating and <laughs> I gotta do all these things to fudge you know trying to cool them or or cool myself but the heat it, it's huge for me I hate it uh, and I'm, I don't know why people don't complain more uh, so anyway, I, I'm, that's a big one. I'm complaining. I hate the heat. <laughs> um, anyway, five is a big one and I want to do like a whole show on it, but 
it's that stupid phrase analysis paralysis i don't know how else to call it but it is one of those things where let's say you just finished the first dance or first dances where it's a kind of organized dance and people are there watching just two people dance you have your camera set you got your shots you're doing whatever and then from there i'm just giving an example but instantly from there once that's done the dj's like okay it's party time you know and then 90 people all just rush in and start dancing and you have you're not prepared for that it's really hard to prepare for that especially if you're shooting solo and um you i instantly and i'm still working on this i mean i haven't shot that long it's fourth year fifth year but oh i i mean it's something i'm seriously got to work on even but my brain is like okay i have three cameras on three tripods and i have my bag over there i have these lenses that i don't need or i do need i gotta grab my gimbal oh maybe i need to move the light over oh but i need to go to the dj and stop the audio that i just was recording not that that's priority but you just all these things are going through your brain and like <laughs> you go to your bag and you're just like uh what was i doing like I don't even, you, you just instantly like go like, shit, I can't think of one thing right now. <laughs> You're like, I guess I could use this camera body and I guess I could use this lens and I guess I could put it on this gimbal and, and you just freak out and it's not freak out, but it's just this thing where all of a sudden you're overwhelmed to the point where you're not thinking and you're just like, ah, oh, I don't know what to do. Uh, this sucks. And and you're also trying to do damage control with all the t tripods that you've had around and people are maybe bumping into them and you got to move them just to get them out of the way to be considerate and that's a rough one i'll maybe do a whole podcast on that because that's something i need to work on big time is sometimes that's just an example i mean there's times all day every day when i'm you know you know maybe after the ceremony during cocktail hour i need to set up a camera to shoot some of that but yet i also need to break down the ceremony and set up for the reception and which lenses am i using for what and i gotta change that all around so that's you know efficiency i guess is all i'm really talking about <laughs> my goal for the past two years has been efficiency efficiency and the better i get at that i think the, the more creative and more shots i'm going to end up getting so, okay, all right, the photographers. Um, how can you, uh, I mean, just, obviously you could do a whole show about that. <laughs> These fucking photographers, I, I just want to kill. I mean, I really don't understand it. I, 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 I really think wedding videographers are more considerate people than photographers. I, I just, all day, every day, I, I never for a second think about standing literally in front of a photographer and shooting something but this is what photographers do i know they don't understand what we're doing i mean i would say man i i, I would honestly say 90 percent 85 percent of photographers have no idea what we're doing <laughs> they can see the camera and be like oh cool that's a canon 5d mark 3 i got one of those and you know they get that you're 
you know, filming on a photography camera, but you're doing video, so you're doing aperture, and it's all that same BS. But other than that, they don't get at all what the overall goals are that you're trying to accomplish, what shots you're trying to, to obtain, what your composition is. And, and I understand that, but some people, like, they look at your camera, and they know you have a wide lens on, or you've even told them, and you're like, Hey, by the way, I've got a 16 on here or a 24 on, on here. It's mega wide shot. Feel free to walk by it. You know, I'm, I'm just rolling, but they will just stand in front of it for like nine minutes straight, just right in front of it. And, um, it's obnoxious. It's so annoying. <laughs> um, and dealing with the egos of photographers, like they seem to, I mean, I don't, I've never, see, the problem is I don't shoot with videographers obviously i am the videographer at all these events but even other videographers locally to me i've, I've sh shot with them second shot for them they've sh second shot for me you know there's a there's a you know i have a, a a group of local videographers they have their own businesses but when we shoot for each other they're not doing anything i mean at least so that's my experience and I know there's wedding videographers that are obnoxious too, but dude, I really think there's something wrong with photographers' brains. They just don't understand it at all what you're doing. And you don't have time on the day of the wedding to educate them really either. And even at the meal, when you're having dinner with them at the table or something, they, they, they're, not, they're not interested, even if you brought it up. You're like, hey, say, let me just, I mean, can you imagine going to a photographer at a wedding meal, the the vendor meal, during the reception and just being like, hey, like, let me show you how, like, wedding videography works. Like, this camera goes here, and I, I, I edit here because I'm I'm moving this way, and, like, I'm panning over here. I'm, I'm, I'm trucking right, you know, to get a parallax shot with my gimbal, and they don't even <laughs> give a shit what you're saying They're, at all. And so I feel like there's a huge problem with photographers that people, I mean, people complain about them and I get it, but it, I feel like it's way worse than it really is. I mean, because it's like unbelievable the uh, arrogance and uh, just douchebaggery and, and um, I don't know, just, yeah, just that complete, utter disregard for other people including you is is so obnoxious man and some days uh just um some days it just sucks the energy out of you some days you just want to be like dude this is so much more than just kind of an annoying photographer like i'm for the 95th time today dealing with some thing that they're doing even if they're not intending for it half the time, it's still an obnoxious thing that you're having to deal with, and you just get exhausted by the end of the night. I mean, I've gotten along with a whole heck of a lot of the photographers, but the chit chat, the vanity, the the, the conceitedness, it, it, it like they're all just—I don't know—they're just really self-involved. It seems to me so. Anyway, I could go on a whole show, just, and I will, because, you know, why not? Honestly, I'd love to hear a, a podcast of someone just bitching about photographers for an hour. <laughs> It'd be fun, because it's just venting, 
and I know, you know, whatever. I mean, do I even have to say it? Like, not all photographers are like that. Not all videographers are, are good, and not all photographers are bad, but that's not even really saying anything. I mean, that's just by default. We already know that. It's obvious, but I think that there's an asymmetry in the percentage of photographers being... Um, I don't know, I just think they just don't have a clue what we're doing, and that's huge. So I'm just rambling on a little bit. I'll shut up about that. Sorry. Number seven, last one of the things I hate, and that's what? What did I write? Uh, being the lowest vendor on the totem pole. <laughs> and that's, uh, that sucks ass. It seems like all day, even during communication, prior to and after the fact, um, or during and, and of the day, you're kind of the last priority or the last kind of concern of others. I don't know why, but it always has this feeling like you're a second class citizen. You're a you're kind of just the wait staff. You you feel literally equivalent to like the wait staff, and you're just like some peon to ignore and. It, fucking annoys the shit out of me um and it's just weird because we're providing like the most valuable thing of the entire day yet being treated as if we're like handing out snickers bars or something <laughs> i mean it's amazing it's baffling to me and i know people show respect as far as professionalism and you know, hey, Mr. DJ, how you doing? Oh, hey, videographer, how you doing? Good to meet you. You know, all that stuff. But in general, during the day, especially, you know, before the wedding, on the booking process, some brides will even go as far as saying, hey, you're the last person on my list of things to book. Or, hey, I didn't even want to book a videographer but my mom wants to dock at it real bad and you're just like oh okay fuck you too <laughs> uh, no i'm just like being harsh as a joke ish but you are kind of thinking that because it's just 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 kind of like a you know obnoxiously uh harsh the things that they would say or do that makes us feel like we're um not as much of value as the photographer, that's for sure. And I don't care. That's fine. I don't mind. I love to be the guy that, to be ignored. I kind of love that. But there's a difference from, hey, ignore that guy. He's doing his job. As opposed to, hey, disrespect that guy because he's, you know, stupid video guy, you know. Maybe there's a whole lot of, like, indoctrination people have had over the years or decades about the obnoxious wedding videographer guy with big lights and camera on his shoulder, and he's annoying, and he's going to be in your face while you're eating and asking you, you know, handing you a microphone or something, asking you with a light in your face, you know, how's it going? What do you want to say to the couple? You know, so there could be a perception there, too, a false perception that's like, um, our assumption that we're going to be like that. And most of us aren't, at least now, days. So, all right. That's it. I don't know how long I've talked. 
I don't know the name of this podcast, but I'm gonna have it by the time I figure it out. Maybe even I'll maybe even I'll edit just a little tag at the end of this with the name of it and maybe an email that you could send emails to. That'd probably be the the better thing to do. <laughs> okay, so yeah, I think I'll I'll add a little tag on this with my actual name whenever I come up with a stupid name. I love that. I hate how you have to come up with little gimmicks of stuff. Like even the name of podcasts are are cheesy a lot of the times. So I wish I could just have no name, but whatever. I'll come up with something. Uh, but yeah, thanks for listening, and I hope you like it. And. Uh, I'll do some more, and I'll be uh, bitching some more. But I think for the most part, this is just the middleman guy wanting to talk to other, uh, you know, people. Never going to claim I'm uh, the master of this shit at all. And I don't want to be even seen as the master of anything. Um, Call it insecurity or lack of self-esteem, but... (laughs) That's just the way it is, baby. I'm not. Uh, I'm just gonna do this for fun and just kind of just talk. It's gonna be it. I'm not gonna really try to teach you something, you know. If you, I'll try the best I can. I'm just not good at that. So if you email me, you know what's the best lenses to use, I'll tell you. But I'm not gonna be good at it. <laughs> I might be better at just venting or talking, shooting the shit. Anyway, who cares? Blah blah blah. Thanks a lot for listening. Honestly, I appreciate it. Sorry if I rambled on a little bit too long. This has probably been pretty uh, pretty long. But maybe just an hour. I think most are around an hour anyway, so that's pretty good. Even though I feel like I've been rambling on for two hours. So thanks a lot. And uh, I'll talk to you next time. If you want, you can email me and ask questions or whatever. Um, hopefully I can have a tag here with that email otherwise the next episode i'll have that figured out and this one's just the whatever show cool thanks a lot all right guys take care and um good luck out there if you're starting do it even though don't get scared of the things i'm saying i hate you should do it and if you're already a wedding videographer just because you found me on itunes or wherever then uh hope you enjoy just listening and uh, hopefully i guess you know you can relate somehow <laughs> all right thanks a lot take care Alrighty. talk to you later Bye.